Welcome to the session, a basketball podcast. I'm your Zoom host, Omar, and I'm joined by your Zoom co-host, Ben. What's going on, Ben? Why are we not sitting across from one another? Well, we are embracing the rules of quarantine and uh, social distancing, and uh, for that very reason, we're not we're not in the basement together. And I'll, honestly, I miss you. I feel like it's been a very long time since I've last seen you. And like, you know, we haven't been able to do our podcast, play handshake. Yeah. You through video isn't quite the same, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. The stent isn't there anymore. So that's wonderful. I was just going to say, I'm looking on the bright side of things and I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't need to smell you anymore. You'd always come to my house to record right after the gym and you'd be sweaty and you'd smell and you'd just be like, Come on, you can just take a... Sh- it's not that serious. You can take a shower, then come. My, your house is on the way to my house anyways. It actually is. It's, I don't know, man. But you know what, though? We're, we're, we're moving things forward, and um, we did say that we wanted to uh, continue the podcast um, at whatever cost, and uh, we're finding new ways, and we're just overcoming them, right? So it's, it's a different platform for us, definitely, but it's also something where, you know, in the off chance that we're not able to be in the same area at the same time, this is another medium in which we can use to continue recording our podcast. So uh, sure. hopefully it helps with our consistency with, uh, with the session. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll keep us dedicated. It'll, it'll allow us to keep recording. So just bear with us. If you're listening on the traditional platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, or uh, Stitcher, or, what, or whatever that might be, uh, we apologize if the audio quality isn't, uh, you know, up to the uh, echelon, those standards that it was clearly at before. Because, you know, Ben, we've never had uh, audio issues No hiccups. Before. We've nope. never had that no. clicking noise. <laughs> never. We've never had um, cracking. None nope. of that. None of that. We've never had the audio jump because we lost segments of it. But never. That's never happened to us before. So we, this is this slight deviation in quality. You know, please forgive us. But... On the flip side, this, this podcast is, should be up on, on YouTube, the, the, the Zoom video conferencing call. Uh, yeah. so you'll be able to see Ben and I speak. And I kind of recommend, you know, if you have the time, if you're social distancing, you're at home anyways, put us on, on YouTube. Put us on the TV. Let, let your whole family see us. Yeah, actually, just before starting this podcast, my mom was just like, hey, you don't really li- like, he- let us listen to many of the podcasts. I'm like, all right, don't worry. I'm going to put this on YouTube, this one that I'm about to do with Omar right now. Yeah. For Chromecast, I'm going to be sitting right there in the middle between my mom and my dad, and we're going to watch me on the big screen speaking because that's how narcissistic I am. At that level, Omar. Yeah. At that level. I don't see anything wrong with that. Watch it a few times. And also, Salamakum, Farouk Uncle, since I'm going to be watching <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, man, the social distancing thing and, and quarantine has been absolutely insane. Um, you know, like I, I understand, you know, like the reason why we have to do it, of course, right? Like at the end of the day, I think, uh, you know, like you've said it, a lot of other people have said it as well. It's not yourself, not only yourself who you're protecting, um, but there are other people you are putting at risk when you do go outside Yeah, uh, in, in, in large gatherings and you're not keeping the six feet. Um, it honestly melts my heart, you know, just hearing about all of the different cases worldwide. Um, the doctors, the nurses, who I'm so appreciative for, they're heroes to me. Yep. The way that they've been working day in and, and you know, like night in, night out, like they're, they're working like machines. And I just have the utmost appreciation and gratitude for those guys. Uh, sure. they're, uh, they're heroes. 
for sure when you when you put it like that and and i read this somewhere it was like they're the ones that are risking the safety of their own lives their family to treat this pandemic to take care of us when we get sick and all they're kind of asking for in return is that just stay home like that just do what you can to you know flatten the curve and that is the best way that we can you know help them out in this in this time right it's um the thank yous and and all that are are, they're great and all that gratitude that we're giving but the i think the best thing we can do is just stay home and prevent the spread so i'm kind of proud of us for you know making the transition and i know it's just one person like you if you were to come over to record in the basement it would be a one person one person group right like two people group um and like you know the chances and it's it's really low but i think it's a matter of principle you know if there are ways to still get the job done but do it in a safer way why not right right yeah it's 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 a matter of responsibility um it's a matter of maturity and uh what's interesting is i've i've talked to uh to some people uh during this quarantine and uh you know like i think they've come across it's just like okay without the gym and like without work i feel like what is my personality yeah or without the office because you've watched like what is my personality like people are really trying to you know like figure out new things while this you know what with this period and i don't know just being the optimist myself it's like take this time to focus on something new learn something new do something new you know what i mean like uh i know like it's a huge hit for people you know when you know like you're consistently going to the gym and you're not able to do that or if you're consistently going outside for jogs with multiple people you're not able to do that there's a lot of things that have just been on pause for the moment but you really do need to you know see the glass half full and see what you can do while at home yeah there are so many things you can read a new book right you can learn a new language shout out duolingo oh, okay you know what i'm saying what language are you learning Oh, absolutely not. I'm just saying you can do that. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying like there's just so many things that you can do right now, so stay safe, stay inside and uh, just just try to make the most of it. You yeah. know, it's it's tough for everybody. It's tough for everybody. For sure. Well, you know what? Let's let's get into that then. What have you been doing? I haven't spoken to you. We haven't had any calls or anything in a while, so I yeah. I feel like I'm so out of touch. in the last couple of weeks uh, what have you been up to yeah i mean like um it's no like it's obviously no surprise for you but um obviously the gym was a huge thing that i would that I would be going to before the quarantine right so uh gym's closed down i think it's been 15 days uh 34 minutes and 54 seconds i've been counting That's, down the uh putting the x's <laughs> on the calendar <laughs> but uh yeah so the gym is closed down so i'm not able to do that anymore so again to just make things move and to actually have some activity because i think the worst thing is if you're just staying inside and just watching netflix all day i mean shout out to the people who do do that if that's yeah. something for you amazing <laughs> but i just can't stay like that especially yeah. when you're you know, like you're you're doing something 6 days a week so consistently so uh i've taken you know i've taken upon myself to uh try calisthenics out okay uh, and for those who don't know what calisthenics is it's basically just bodyweight work so that includes your pushups your um you know like pull-ups um bodyweight dips bodyweight everything pretty much and what's interesting about this Omar is there is progression to this and people don't really know that yeah. um for example level 1 uh, I'll just give you a quick example for shoulders uh level 1 would be a pike push up 
So that's when you have your like you're basically in like this pyramid shape. So these are your this is your leg, and then uh, you have your um, your hands out as well, right? Kind of in like a pyramid. Um, and then you're basically just doing like a shoulder press with your with your arms mm-hmm. going down, going back up, and that's level one. But then slowly, what you can do ultimately, your goal is to do a handstand push-up, and yeah. that's ultimately what I'm trying to do as well. I think putting goals into your head and continuing to be goal oriented is what's going to keep you going through this quarantine because if you yeah. have no way of advancing it's not gonna you're not gonna feel the same amount of accomplishment right yeah so sure. it's interesting i've learned so much i've been watching so many youtube videos on how to do home body workouts i I've, i purchased buckets as well i went to home depot or canadian tire store to get some buckets just to put some weight into it just trying to do anything that i can and it's not just me i'm not the only crazy one i've talked to a bunch of people who i go to the gym with they're yeah. all going insane they're trying to spend a thousand dollars to buy these home gym sets yeah i don't have that money yet so i'm not doing that but i'm just again just trying to make the most of what i have right now and surprisingly there are certain movements that do leave me sore the next day but i think the best part about this omar is it's so new and completely like brand new to me that i'm experimenting i'm like yeah. oh when I did that movement last time it actually made me sore so let me do a couple more sets of that a couple more reps instead mm-hmm. of doing three sets of 10 let me do three sets of a minute each and do as many as i can that way it'll be progressive overload and it'll be the same sort of thing not quite the same but similar to when you're actually at the gym for so sure that's I- one thing that i've been doing I think, I think the, the, you know, the concept of progressive overload that you brought up is really important. And there are a lot of people smarter than me that know a lot more stuff about this, but there are more ways to progressively overload your body than just doing more reps or more weight, like, like more doing more weight. Instead of doing more weight, you could do more reps. You could do different uh, range of motion. You can do uh, different rest periods. You can do different uh, cycling over the week or over multiple weeks. And then beyond that, just doing different exercises. I mean, it, I kind of think to NBA players and in the off season, how they start doing like uh, mixed martial arts training and things like that. They start boxing and stuff. And it's like, they're not boxers. So the uh, workouts that they do, the boxing exercises that they do and stuff, no, they aren't the typical NBA workouts. They're training their body to adapt to different and things that will help them eventually in the long run. So that's kind of what you're doing, where you're doing completely different exercises and your body's like becoming sore because it's like, wait, I've never done this before. The body won't know the difference between a 45 pound weight and a 25 pound weight. All it will know is time under tension. So if you're contracting that muscle and you're really squeezing it tight, it won't know what weight it is. You know what I'm trying to say? So with that in mind, yes, high reps, it sucks. It burns. It's a lot more, but again, it's just keeping me active. So that's definitely one of the things that I've been up to. Uh, how about yourself? Like what, what's one of the things that you've been up to um, since this kind of social distancing thing has started? Uh, as, as kind of awful as it sounds, I hope some people can relate to it is I've been doing a lot more work than I probably want to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's weird when you start working, when the mandate becomes work from home, and everyone's doing it. What I'm finding is I'm finding myself working more and more because the boundaries aren't as clear in, anymore. Before it would be when you're, you're at work, you work. And then when you're not there, you know, unless you need to do something uh, important or whatever it might be, it's your own time. And you had time built in your schedule for your commute. You had time built in your schedule for, you know, waking up, eating at home, doing things with your friends. Now it's just like 
I'm at home, the laptop's right there, I might as well start working or, or whatever that might be. And it's like finding, it's kind of struggling to lay boundaries. And I think that's, um, that's probably something that a few people have been struggling with to kind of where do the lines blur between this is my work time and this is when I'm not doing work anymore and I can kind of have my own time. Other than that, I found myself experimenting in the kitchen more and more uh, cooking nice, because nice. I'm, I'm here and that's, I kind of used it initially as a way to lay boundaries where, you know, work is always going to be there. And for me to say like, Hey, sorry, I can't jump on this meeting. I got to go cook, cook dinner or whatever that might be. So, uh, you know, a couple different things. I think I've perfected my smash burgers now. So nice, like okay. the, yeah, kind of like the ones you get at, I think in and out or something. I've never had them, but, uh, you know, I tried it a few different times and now I have like a cast iron, um, uh, a skillet, not a, not a skillet, but like a grill pan. It's like a flat top and you just put that on top of the middle burner on the stove and that gets like piping, uh, piping hot. And then from there, you know, just, it's really simple, just beef. And then I bought like these tools from Home Depot because I didn't have like the professional weights and everything. So I have like drywall and cement tools and they, and they work fine. And you just squish it down. You squish the patty down yeah. and it's like super simple. I have like a, a secret sauce recipe now for the burgers and it's like just experimenting different things. And then the other day I made chili and that was like a different experience because it's like now you're letting something rather than like being done in two minutes with like a burger, it's like, this is going to simmer for like two hours and I got to figure out a way to taste as I go and adjust seasoning, things like that. I have an idea. Hopefully this quarantine finishes soon, but if it doesn't in the summer, we need to have um, Zoom barbecue parties. Zoom barbecue parties. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to go out in your hazmat suit, (laughs) drop and put the little burger as well in like a protective sealed astronaut case. Drop that off at my house. I want no, absolutely no contact with you. Okay. We'll my front door. I'll pick it up. I will continue this. But no, honestly though, yeah, that is so cool. I'm so glad that you continue with that because again, I I remember you keep mentioning it. Um, you find like a peace of mind. Yeah. Doing things like this, and you mentioned it with work, right? Like you need to set boundaries. Like, okay, I need to cook dinner. That's kind of like my way to de-stress and deload. And I think that's so great that you found something like that, man. Yeah. Um, it's been great i man you're gonna roast me but made bread again after a little while (laughs) you did something for and 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 really it is great because you leave your work laptop you leave your work phone upstairs and you're just like i'm not gonna think about it i'm gonna be in the kitchen for a couple hours i'm not gonna think about it i'm gonna do my own thing and then i'm gonna come upstairs and and it's been great so i highly recommend uh, everyone listening, you know, use this opportunity to get in the kitchen. If you're, if you're nervous, there's so many resources online, so many people, uh, that are really good at what they do on YouTube and it's give one part. If somebody wants to get started right now, a beginner who has no idea what they're yeah. doing, give one resource in your opinion, where they can start. I really recommend there's this YouTube channel. Uh, it's a guy named Adam Rugusia. He does uh, home cooking videos. And what I really like about his are, he's really practical about what he does. He doesn't like, and practical in the sense that he'll, he'll say, this is what you need to cook it. And then you'll make something and you'll be like, yo, but don't throw this to waste because this isn't a professional kitchen where you can like order bulk quantities or whatever. It's like, you got to make do with what you have. Right. And that's a lot of what, how his cooking works. He's like, I'm using this, but if you didn't have it, you could also use this and, and oh, things like that. Okay, so yeah. especially in the quarantine, I think that's important. Like, 
cooking isn't about just, you know, I have to, to the letter to get everything on this recipe list. A lot of it is just open your fridge, open your pantry. And it's like, what do I have? And how can I use what I have to make what I need? So I feel like he does really simple home recipes with accessible ingredients. What you said right there is so key. And I feel like for a lot of, I'm glad you gave that as a resource because that's so true. Um, you know, like, as I've told you before, like I've also kind of gotten started, you know, mm-hmm. like with cooking and just getting, and, and I've gotten a little bit better, like in the past, uh, couple weeks, uh, there are definitely some more things that I want to make. Yeah. Um, because as of right now, like, you know, like I know I've been really focused on fitness, but it, it, in terms of reaching your goals, regardless if you want to get stronger, or if you want to get leaner, like yeah. nutrition is huge. It's 90% of it. Uh, so I'm really focusing on my macronutrients, like getting my proteins, carbs and fats, right. And all of that. But anyways. With, with cooking, I find that sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating because they'll give such obscure ingredients from time to time yeah. for things that you want to make. It'll be like, you need, oh, three quarters of an apple cinnamon raisin juice. It's like, how am I going <laughs> to... but it's like you know you you know what i'm trying to say though some of them are so obscure so i'm glad that there's a youtuber out there who'll be like okay well you might not have this you can just use this instead it'll be just as good yeah um i think that's awesome that's really sure for sure so that's been that's been uh just thinking about you know trying to plan dinner for the week and 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 things like that helping out my my parents when, when i can with with food that's been uh taking up a lot of my a lot of my time but, you know, you've been doing something else, too, that I think has been taking up your time. Uh, you've been out in uh, on the battlefield, haven't you? Yeah. I've been on the war zone, actually. Oh, the war zone. The war zone. Is that what the yeah. kids are calling it? Okay. That's what the kids are calling it. And we will get you on it. Don't worry about it. I'm not downloading it. So, basically, well, before that, yes, I have been uh, gaming quite a bit. Um, just because I do have the time for it. And there's so many games that I haven't finished. I have such a bad habit of doing that. I, I get a game, I just don't finish it. You get a game um, from me, and you lose it. Get... <laughs> Where's my last of us? Shut up, Omar. Shut up, Omar. Where is my last of us? It's actually right there. If you do want it, I can't get it to you. I don't want your Corona last of but us. But at this point, it's like, I don't know. I cherish <laughs> it. Anyways, I have been gaming quite a bit. The number one thing that I wanted to finish was Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. It's been so long, and I finally just beat it. And I have proof of it because I have the trophy that Sherry liked on PSN. So shout out Sherry for doing that. <laughs> but I did finish the game. And Omar, it is, I, I don't understand why it wasn't game of the year. It's so much fun. Yeah. Like you need to play it. You've played the original one, right? I haven't played any Red Dead Redemption, oh, but it's God. funny how you say it. I was eating breakfast downstairs just today. And while I'm eating, my sister was nagging me. She's going to be listening to this podcast. Shout out, Sarah. Shout she out, Sarah. nagging me. She's like, you have so much time now. Play Red Dead Redemption 2. It's the Please best game. Play. She was, literally she the was best begging game. me to play it. And I'm just like trolling her. I'm like, mm, maybe I'll replay The Witcher. And then she's like, no, it's so good. It's like GTA. I'm like, GTA? Maybe I'll replay San Andreas. Like, I just kept trolling her. <laughs> what an old head. Yeah, I kept trolling her, and she's, like, begging me. So, okay, now two people today within hours have, have told me. Maybe I'll Omar, check it out. You're not going to find, you're not gonna find a, a game better than Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, this was easily game of the year, and yeah. it's your type of game. I know the type of player that you are. There's an honor system, so I know you're going to be a freaking wuss, and you're going to be a good guy. I will report every crime I see, every crime to the sheriff. You'll do the crime and then turn yourself in. (laughs) Guys, you caught me. They're like, no, we didn't. You turned yourself in. You caught me. But Omar, (laughs) you're going to call me a loser for this, but 
I got so attached to the game that on YouTube, I actually watched the series where it's like the little details of Red Dead Redemption 2. And there are so many. Um, to give you an example, you like, are a loser, boy. well, thank you. Yeah. That's actually one of the details in Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like the player looking at this video. <laughs> it's a huge loser. I, have you seen that meme? Sorry, sorry, you haven't nope. seen that meme? It's like there are uh three clown there are four clowns staring at each other in this picture and then it's like one clown three looking this way one clown looking this way one clown looking at you and then you're just staring at the picture and you're like damn you God damn it got me again um but there are there are so many realistic elements to this game and just the camp it's like you don't need to go to the camp so there's like this camp setting where like you and your gang are and you know like that's where you have your 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 bed that's basically your safe house pretty much okay. right and you don't need to go back, but it's the realism of you feel like such a community that you want to go back to these people. You have such an attachment to every single one of these NPCs. It's insane to me, like how realistic it is. And if you're, you know, like it's like little things. If you're too far away from the camp for too long, they'll send somebody out to come and find you. You really do feel like you're in this Western world. And I re- again, I really do think that you'll like it, but amazing game i just finished it such a good game man storytelling was beautiful are you as heartless in red dead redemption 2 as you've been in like the other games that you played your brother in the old head pod was talking about how heartless you are omar i know i know i called you a wuss for being high honor but this game had such an impact on me i just knew arthur morgan had to be a good guy so you played as a wuss are you crazy, boy? I did low honor. You crit. Get oh out of here, man. I had that tombstone. Yeah, are you crazy? What are you talking you, about? You've played Mass Effect 2, right? Yes, I have. And in Mass red Effect 2, red all, <laughs> red time. all the time. I already know you have so many scars and stuff in that That's game. That's my favorite color, baby. But, right. uh, red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. 2 but I'll check it out. More recently, I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone. Basically, Fortnite with guns. There is no explanation to it. It's just the joy of playing with your friends. Yeah. And uh, considering the loser that I am and I don't have too many, it's nice to pick out, just to nibble at the two that I do play for right now. I've got a lot of people to download it. Uh, I got my brother. Shout out my brother. Uh, yeah. We'll play soon. I promise. We're in quarantine. We will play. Yeah. Uh, my cousins have downloaded it. So there are quite a few pe- people to play with right now. Um, but it's a lot of fun, man. It's not the game itself because it's basic. You're surviving. Yeah. It's the fact that you're playing with others and there's some form of teamwork with it. There's vehicles that you can use. The guns are good. It's classic COD, but it's a different type of game mode. So yeah. you can't go wrong with it. Um, after this podcast, I'll probably be playing actually. So we'll see that goes. Yeah. <laughs> group chat's like waiting for you. It's like, yeah. You guys, you guys are in role in the group chat too. They're like, you guys left me alone on the front lines. When yeah. are you coming back? <laughs> Medic! Oh my god, the funniest thing, Omar, is this thing called the Gulag. Okay. And it's I've seen Gulag memes, but I don't understand any of them. It's, it's as funny know. as it sounds, man. So basically, you have two chances. Um, you know, like, um, if, when, you do, when you die in Warzone, you have a chance to come back to your teammates. And the way you do that is, they, there's like the cinematic where they drag you to the cell, okay? And it's called the Gulag. Okay. And what you do is basically like this gladiator type setting where you give a you have a random weapon against another random person, another unfortunate soul that died, and it's a one v one. 
that you have to do. And if you kill that other player, then you're allowed to come back into the war zone. And is it like melee and like no, no, combat? No. Or any weapon. It's a random weapon. It could be a uh-huh. pistol, it could be a shotgun, it could be a knife. Regardless, okay. it's just a one-on-one. And if you do win, you come back into the war zone, but you can only do that once. So if you're really, really shit and you die the second time, your your buddies are gonna have to buy you back. That's the way that it goes. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I'm glad you're not playing because I don't want to have to spend that much money to get your dumbass back. So. <laughs> okay. So my thing is, the reason I'm not downloading this game is a matter of principle for me. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You're I so, have gotten. So I have bought full price so many games that you guys have all said oh get it we're all gonna Dude, play it's, it's gonna been be one so it's been one game it's been overwatch for you you never played overwatch with us i can't yeah, believe right. i bought that garbage game full price game. and then the last like three call of duties that i got i got full price and everyone's like oh we're all gonna play we're all gonna play and no one ever came online to play and i was just like like I had fun, but I was like, man, was this is $90 worth of fun. I don't think it was necessary. So yeah. I know Warzone's free, but it's like, it's just a matter of principle. I'm like, man, I know as soon as I get it, no one's going to play. So whatever, I'm done. That's actually, that, that actually is the meme of the Gulag guys. That's our name, by the way. Meme Rose and Sierra, we're the Gulag guys. Okay. We have a separate chat. <laughs> Wait, then um, why do you talk so much about the game in this one? We recently made it. And it's okay. also because we just want to entice you. We want to throw it we want to reel you in and then right when you come on our plan is delete that shit i'm not coming that, that's why i'm not coming i'm i'm on it's single player only games at this point because i'm not gonna put this trust in you guys listen i will i will upsu red dead redemption 2 play. i have it i have it what yeah that's why sarah was telling me to play it we own the game it's just her dude Let's end the podcast right now. Get the hell out of here. Go play All right, that Thanks game. for listening. You know, like, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> I've been watching any TV shows or have you watched any movies in this in this time? Oh man. So I've been like rewatching House. Um I oh, don't shout know. out Grade Seven Omar. Yeah, Grade Seven Omar. I, I think that's probably why I'm rewatching it because it's a comforting show because it's like, you know, something I've already seen. It's like probably why people rewatch The Office or whatever it might be, you know, like I don't know. The world's really confusing right now. There's a lot it's of stuff to further going on. enhance their personality. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the office. Yeah. So, so the bit is well, it's not a bit, <laughs> but I hate The Office. I'm That's never gonna show. watch that show, and everyone boosts that show so much. So I'm saying it's the Seinfeld of this generation, where it's just like people think it's the greatest show ever, and it sucks. But I don't think The Office will last as long as Seinfeld did, though. Like people still watch and talk about Seinfeld to this day, and it's like three years old. I don't know, man. These office fanatics, man. Like, yeah. shout out Rose. Like, Michael Scott. Is that his name? Yeah. You watched the show. Yeah. yeah. I, I've actually rewatched it. It's okay, Omar. This is it. Like, again, it's just stupid ass principle. Well, that's coming from me, but whatever. Um, it's just a show you watch while you're eating. You just turn on a random episode and you don't need to, like, oh, from season one until season whatever. You just turn on a random episode, you start eating, you forget what you're eating, you gain 20 pounds. That's how the office thing works. That's Wait, well, what's that last part about gaining gaining 20 pounds? Oh, you've been looking lean lately. I gotta, I gotta do something about that. You understand me? Yeah, you're gonna start cooking and just send food over to me. That's what it's <laughs> gonna be. Oh, man. And uh, I've, I've been kind of dabbling in rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender as well. You of course. Know, I've rewatched the show every year for the last five or six years. 
I've, 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 every year we need to show Sherry and I do a rewatch and it's like, he'll just text me at some point during the year. It'll be like, it's that time again, time for the annual rewatch. And like, we we'll just start watching again. And it's, I think I'm going back to a lot of these old shows because they're so comforting right now. And like, you know, everything's really confusing right now. And there's a lot of stuff going on and everyone's worried. And I'm just like, when I have that free time, you know, aside from everything else, I've done all my other responsibilities. I'm like, man, I'm kind of down to just rewatch a show that I know is going to be good. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, Avatar, I mean, I've uh, for sure in 2019 I have. I haven't done it in 2020 yet. Yeah. But uh, similar to you guys, Tradition, I yeah. like I. It's not even a thing. It's just yeah. so convenient. It's so easy. It's on Netflix as well, which is super easy for me. Yeah. Um. So it's just literally one of the goats. Uh, I don't know if you would call it an anime or if you would call it whatever. I'm, but I'm, uh, I'm gonna call it an anime because I've been trying to rewatch it with with Iman, and I'm trying to get her into anime, and she is deathly against watching any anime, anything with subtitles. They're just cartoons. They're just yeah. cartoons. And it pisses me off because I'm like, man, I need her to watch rewatch Naruto with me, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, Death Note, all these sick uh, Tokyo Ghoul, all these sick animes, and she's like, no, I'm not gonna watch it. So I'm like, okay, we'll start with Avatar The Dude. Last Airbender, and then yeah. this will slowly expand into, like, uh, Devilman Crybaby or something at the end of it. I was going to say, like, Tokyo Ghoul is not what you want to start off with. Yeah. <laughs> who's a, that, yo, that scene was painful. You know what scene I'm talking about. I'm not going to spoil it. No, but I've seen it, yeah. yeah. painful to watch. Um, but another thing in terms of a recommendation, in terms of what I've been up to as well, uh, with Brenner not too long ago, uh, I did watch My Hero Academia. There's a movie that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's in theaters. Um, it's great. I mean, the no thing one about, going to theaters right now. Yeah, not now. But I mean, like, you know, even previous movies, there yeah. are certain anime movies that you can watch. Naruto has a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't talk about the Avatar one. But there are so <laughs> many There are so many anime movies that you can watch. It just gives you a very high-level overview of who these characters are, what their powers are, what they're about. And it's a very simple. Here's the main guy. And that's it. But I think you and I both, when I that was the first anime movie that I've watched with Brinder. And um, what I didn't like about it is the there is no build up. You only have two hours. You yeah. can't build up to show how bad this antagonist is. Yeah. Or how how much struggle the protagonist went through. It's yeah. kind of like okay, this happened. They kind of got destroyed. Okay, they're back right away. This antagonist he was a quick backstory. Da 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 da. Here's the main fight. But that main fight, admittedly, was amazing, especially for My Hero Academia. The music was on point. The animation was on point. It was a great movie to watch. But I think for you, you might want to dabble with it, see what you think. But uh, the buildup, I feel like, is what you're in for. And they don't yeah. have these anime movies. So that's Man. one thing you're going to miss out on. So, so one thing, is the movie... Um, separate. It's, it's separate from the show. So it's like it's the same storyline, just in movie form. It'd be the it, well, not necessarily. So they might take elements from the TV show or like from the anime. Yeah. But um, like the characters might be reoccurring or whatever. But what you'll find was, it has nothing to do like nothing that happens in the movie will impact the anime. It's okay. Just, it's a completely separate, you know, like tree yeah. branch. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's separate in that regard. I never actually watched any of the Naruto movies. I watched the entire show, but I never watched any of the any of the movies and I, I think it's also kind of separate and it's weird so with Naruto I never watched it when it was actually airing the episodes were airing you know like years ago in Shippuden and stuff um 
but there was like a two-year period where there's just one war going on in Shippuden, like one battle that lasted two years worth of episodes and stuff. And I can imagine people that tune in every week to watch that in the buildup. And for me, it's like I binged it all, but I mean, I still watch every single episode leading up to that. To watch a movie for that, that kind of, you know, like cuts it short, summarizes it and, and things like that, I feel like I wouldn't get the same impact. I don't know. I feel like something was missing, like you said. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not going to be it's definitely not going to be the same impact. But again, it's just more content for you to look into. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just more like, oh, there's I love this character, and I already watched this anime like eight different times. Like, let me just you know like watch something else. It's a different yeah. a different plot. Um, so that was one movie that I watched. Um, another movie that I did watch, as per my brother's sick and twisted recommendation. Okay. Um, was this movie called Contagion with Matt Damon? I I've heard that's like the most popular movie right now. Everyone I talk to is is like, oh, have you seen it? I just rewatched it. It's scary. It's very scary. It's just the the reason why it's so scary is because of how realistic like all of it is, and how yeah. so many of the things we're seeing from that movie we're seeing right now, and so many of the things that are the worst case scenario in that movie could happen right now. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like it, it just gets you thinking. It really does get you thinking. So uh, that's another movie that I watched with my family. And, you know, since then, we've definitely been cooped up and social, you know, like socially distancing ourselves from each other. Maybe that's, it's a good thing, right? Like, yeah. Why not? You know, a little bit of, a little bit of fear never hurt anybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's another movie that I have watched. I, I, I want to, I might want to check out One Piece though, in terms of anime. Oh, that's a, that's a commitment, man. A commitment. That is, a, that is a commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Robin. Yeah, I think Robin's the only person that's it. been. Oh, Brinder, Brinder loves it too. I think Robin, like I spoke to him like two years ago and he was like hundreds and hundreds of episodes in and he was going through the gauntlet of trying to catch up. I don't know yeah. where he is right now. I'll check in with him. He's still watching. I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah, he probably is, Matty. <laughs> Honestly, probably is. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting a new anime to watch. Maybe I'll check out My Hero Academia. Do it. I mean, the movie was great. I watched the anime. Oh, okay, you it's, watch it's it. fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 a good. It's a great anime. Um, similar to a lot of different animes, it's like the premise is seems to be very. There's either, there's this kid with a special powers. They're all in an academy or like a school. You know, like there's a bunch of other kids with their different powers. That ah yes, Kuroko no Basket. <laughs> Kuroko no Basket. I mean, Hunter x Hunter. I mean, like there's so many that are similar to this. But you know, like it's the different animation styles. The uh, the voice acting. Yeah. You don't get that. I mean, you're not dub, are you? No, no, no. Sub. Sub all the way. Close one. Yeah. And, and, and Sherry always tells me, it's like, oh, if you're trying to get Iman into anime, you know, there's, there's some animes that have pretty good dubs, apparently, like uh, uh, Brotherhood and uh, Death Note and, and things like that. Brotherhood and is like, good on dub. Yeah, it's not bad on dub, actually. But I'm just like... Alto's voice nah. is so cute. Oh, my God. God, it's so cute. Yo, but in sub in in Brotherhood, there are certain lines that are just like so funny. Like, um, what was the main guy's name again? Oh, I'm forgetting his I name. Think? Yeah, Edward Elric, right? Yeah. So what's the what's the guy with the mustache who's really buff? Oh, um oh my god. Uh, major, he's like a major. Major, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Yeah. So that Bob man, I don't know if it, he comes across in dub, but in sub, he's always anytime he says the guy's name, he's always like Edward Ellery, and it's so funny. 
<laughs> so I was I was watching Brotherhood in like third year or fourth year. So for like an, an eight month period, Sherry and I would just like walk into a room where the other person is and just be like, nope, nothing. Edward. <laughs> we just walk out. I actually watched this one thing on Twitter. Um, it's a side by side of the same scene in an anime. Yeah. Dub versus sub. Okay. And you see, you hear and you see how different it is. Yeah. With dub, with with dub, you just don't get that much emotion as you do sub, right? Like yeah. they are literally, they created anime, like they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. It's experience over everything. So hundred percent. My sister was showing me. She watches. Uh, my sister watches dub and sub. Like she, she's like oh, she's I, psychotic. Yeah, she really is. Like she she watches dubbed with the subtitles on as well because she just needs to see it all in here at all. She was watching, she was showing me a scene from uh, uh, Attack on Titan and I'm watching it and I'm like, it's like this reflective moment before one of the guys goes into battle. I'm, I'm forgetting exactly when, but he's on the rooftop and he's like, all my life I've been a failure, but now it changes. And like, it's like literally like word for word what he's saying. And I'm like, man, this sounds awful. Like, what yeah. the hell? Like, there's no emotion in no this. Emotion, like, yeah. what the hell is the point of this? And then like, you watch that same scene with uh sub and it's like so powerful and it's probably because we're dumb and we don't know what they're saying but yeah. i mean it just sounds it's a loud lot no but honestly like it's not even just being dumb you it doesn't matter what language it is you know emotion yeah you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter what language it is you can tell if somebody actually needs it and i think with 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 dub you just don't get that mm-hmm. um i mean it is what it is right but uh okay. I, I definitely want to check out some some more different animes um, I was gonna rewatch Hunter x Hunter. That's my favorite anime of all time. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking of rewatching that, but uh, there are just so many, right? There are just so many for for you to check out. So yeah, let's see what happens. I, every now and then, I end up like you know just googling like best anime 2010, and then just like I love how you said list. 2010. Yeah. I was hoping right when you said Google, I was hoping yeah. you like finish off a of 2010. That finish off a of 2010. Always 2010. Doesn't matter what year it is, we're always searching 2010. So and I think then, it was a family function, right? That's where, where did this joke come from? Yeah. Oh, oh I think it was, um, we were looking up uh, instrumental beats to, to, <laughs> to cipher over. And then it was 2010. So we said, you know, best rap beats 2010. And then that's how we searched it. And then for every year after that, when we'd also look up beats, we'd always search best 2010. Man, I do that right now. And <laughs> the Google searches are terrible. I took out the 2010. And I got so much more information, <laughs> but I'm, I'm committed. It's a principle at this point. I have you know, you know those search analytics things where it's like you can see what keywords have been searched, what time of year. So it's like Mariah Carey gets November near the near the end of November. Mariah Carey jumps up, and like you see the graph and stuff. Some some engineers are probably sitting there at Google going like. Do people keep searching 2010 at the end of this? Like, what what purpose could it be? This was 10 years ago. That's crazy. 10 years ago. I was just gonna say that. A decade ago was 2010. You know what hit me today? I was listening to uh, Channel Orange on on Spotify. Oh, you're feeling like that, eh? That's how you're feeling today. Did you see my Instagram story? Yeah, heartache. <laughs> I'm on Channel Orange. I scroll down. It's like you might also like ten years of heartache, and I'm like, goodness gracious, Spotify. You didn't have to like hit me like that, but um, I'm listening to it. And at the top, it says, you know, like uh, Channel Orange uh, by Frank Ocean, and it says released 2012, and that's like, damn, that was eight years ago that this came out. I saw this one thing on Twitter as well. Really hit me. 
um, it's like, you know, kids, like babies that were born in 2000 are 36 now. <laughs> I try to be serious the entire time. I, I knew you were gonna say it as soon as I saw it on Twitter. I knew you were gonna say it, but it still hit me the same. <laughs> I saw it, and it's like all the replies were just like, like people just being like, "Damn." Let me ask you another. Let me let me do something else with you right now, okay? Okay. Right. You have eggs, milk, and butter, and you're really really hungry. Okay. What are you gonna eat first, or what are you gonna open first? My fridge. No, oh, you did it. Somebody got you. Somebody got you. Who got you? If I got you. No, not, not with this, but there have been similar things before where it's like, there's a room like, yeah. with this, like. Yeah, yeah, I got got with that one. Wait, did you have to post oh, it on your story? Because it's going to get bad. <laughs> there's like, I've seen the, I, I've, I always get got by the ones where it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so has five children. Their names are this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. What's first or something like that? And it's like, you got to post it to your story afterwards. I never reply to those because I'm like, shit, yo, if I got this wrong. They got me. They got I'm going to have to post this on my story. I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny. Like, what's the, what's some of the funniest things you've seen that people are, like, spending this quarantine or, like, spending this time, like, at home? Have you seen anybody do like I've seen those things where people like nominate people to do these prison workouts? <laughs> it's like this, this this one guy will tag ten of his boys from Brampton or Connecticut and only those two places and it's like, hey bro, like you gotta do ten push-ups, prisoner style. And they'll they'll record those up to ten stupid ass push-ups. Why is your feet bad form? Why is your feet filled with people from like Rikers Island or something? <laughs> Why do you follow inmates? <laughs> and how do they have phones? <laughs> Prisoner style. <laughs> Man, I've seen you've seen the Cali muscle prison workouts where it's like yeah. the, the grocery bags or whatever and you need yeah. tricep dips with them and stuff. That's at first exactly what I thought we said prison workouts. Um I don't know. People keep Man, all I'm gonna say is Twitter has been on point during this point, point. like yeah. the memes Only it's, making it's so it's so funny man like i saw this one tweet where it's like some girl tweeted she's like what are men doing during this quarantine i hope thinking about their actions <laughs> it's just oh my like, god bro, i saw this other one where it's like i sent it to iman she's like and then the the, the tweet went like um if you're thinking about men this during this quarantine, you're already sick. <laughs> Bro, the content has been gold. I'm loving it. And, and you know, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it because, you know, just a few episodes ago, I said I'd never be on it. But I kind of, I'm on TikTok now. And that's, that's, that's pretty addicting. It is addicting. It's the dances. It's the dances. Copying these dances are so difficult. I saw this one tweet that was so true. Yo, I saw this one girl on TikTok. She's doing a whoa, hit him up, look at the time, you know, like cook the eggs over easy, do this, do this, do that. And then all the taxes and then do her taxes, file the return, everything for one little TikTok dance. And then I remember thinking back in our day, all you had to do was hit, you know what I'm saying? Like you hit that you. You need to crank that, bro. That's it. Everyone would rock with it. 
everyone's got a Superman one set, and then we're done. Like that's it. That was it. That's it. So it's gotten so complex now, and um, but it, it is fun. It's so addicting. Um, I, my whole thing was, oh my god, TikTok's trying so hard to be Vine. Screw these losers. It's for the kids. But yeah. I mean, I posted a couple things myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like not too <laughs> proud of it. Actually, I really am. Yeah, uh, but it's a lot are. more fun with these dances if you have people to do them with. And I'm not going to ask my 55-year-old father to help me out with these. So <laughs> I'm kind of just doing these myself. And it's not as fun if you're doing it by yourself. But, you know, if you have some people, do it up. Im- Iman sends me at least like one or two a day. And then she'll be like, we need to do this. And I'm like, oh, or like I'll sigh. And even though inside I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm down okay, to do this. Okay, dance. Like I'm, I'm giddy and I'm excited. But it's always like, when? Like? TikToks are great and all, but I'm not going to, like, not social distance just to do a dance. So just, it's kind of like, TikTok. yeah, we're just kind of, like, waiting. I'm like, yeah, you, we could do, like, a Zoom TikTok. Like, I wonder how that would work, like, right? Like, we could dance, like, over that. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait till the quarantine's over. Well, Omar, we're just a little bit of a way. Um, side note. Yeah. Over, under, I think Mark Cuban said something um, pretty pretty interesting about this whole quarantine thing and when the NBA season is going to start. Okay. Um, I think he said uh, June, like he had an over under on June 1st, I believe. And he said, he's going to take the under on that. So he expects the NBA season to get started as of May, which Mm. I think is blown way up. That's not happening. Yeah. The United States right now is completely a disaster. Yeah. So what, like, what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on that? I think the so let's 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 talk through it because because I've 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 had this I'm forgetting who I was speaking to but but we've we've had this uh, convo before. NBA starts June first. Okay, does that you're gonna have a whole bunch of fans coming into an arena, and there that's gonna increase the potential the likelihood of spread. So how do you fix that? You fix that by saying no fans no fans in the uh arena okay there's no fans now you just have the players you have the coaches actually i'll give it a minute because i think um uh, the video is lagging a bit for those of you watching on youtube It'd be like that. I'm just going to text Ben. You hear Uh, okay, I think Ben just dropped off, so I'm just going to try to get him back in the room so we can keep recording. Ben, what's yeah, good? It got, it got really, really laggy. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what's going on right now, but uh, I thought it would just get better automatic, so I just figured I'd just let it pass. Yeah. I was hearing you, so I wasn't able to... Uh... No worries, no worries. I'm not sure if the recording's going to like pick me up still, but I was just keeping everyone entertained. Uh, I was doing okay. Yeah, you missed them. You'll see them in. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, okay. So your question about NBA starting in June. So let's actually talk through that. You you can't have 
20,000 people come to an arena and sit that close to one another, it's going to spread, right? So NBA starting in June means it needs to start without fans. Okay, you're doing it without fans. You're good. Before this starts, you test everyone. You test the players, medical staff, coaches, everyone, right? Everyone's clear. You start playing. What do you do tomorrow, the next day? Do you test everyone again? Because you can't control when your players go home to their families, who their families have been with. You can't control where the assistant coach goes and spends, spends his night at the hotel and then comes back the next day or something like that. You can't keep these people like locked up. They're going to meet people who meet other people and stuff. Does that mean you test again the day after? And do you just test every single day? Like, I, when you think through the logistics of that, it's because what do you do when a player gets it then? Do you shut everything down again? Do you retest everyone? Like, that looks so unprofessional. Yeah, the logistics of it, I think it's just, and I feel for these sports leagues, um, they're in a really tough position. I don't see a way where this is possible until the world has gotten this under control at like you know like a global level whether that means a vaccine whether that means it's so isolated now and contained that like there that risk of spread isn't there but really all it takes is just one person one person showing up to an nba arena can give it to potentially hundreds of people which can give it to so many other people like it'll just balloon up again right so I don't see a way that these leaks could come back without them having it under control. I take the over on June first. Yeah, I uh, I could definitely see where you're coming from, and I was having this conversation with a lot of people. I'm just like, I, I know I not too long ago I called myself an optimist, but uh, it's going to be very difficult to recover fully from something like this. Yeah, um, because of how worldwide it is and um, the spread. And the exponential rate at which it was, it's been spreading amongst people and its growth, yeah. it seems like we're always going to be kind of weird. Like people are making tweets just like, oh, like you thought summer 2016 was crazy. Wait till summer 2020 if we actually get to go out. Yeah. I don't really know if that's going to be the case because I think yeah. people are kind of, in the back of their head, they're going to be like, oh, but I heard so many things about it needs to be contained or so socially isolated from a very reputable source yep. for us to kind of get out again and take those risks. Um, or there needs to be a vaccine for something to cover it. But I mean, vaccines are like 12 to 18 months, man, to really yeah, get things the, going. The, the timelines. And, so, I, and, and I think about it, even if the government like now says, you know what, it's, we don't have a vaccine, but we think we have it under control and stuff. Personally, and I'm pretty sure for yourself too, I'd still be like, I don't feel comfortable like going out while this is still out there and things like that out of fear that I might be a vector and bring it back to my parents or something like that. So it's like for their sake, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, it's weird. What is the exit criteria for something like this? How do we move out of this? And that's the scariest part about, well, this entire thing from the start to the finish, it's uh, well, well, not the finish, but from the beginning until now, it's, the ambiguity of everything. We yeah. just don't know where things are going to go and how things are going to be. Uh, but, you know, to keep things more lighthearted, as we said before, like, just make the most of what you have right now. Exactly. Uh, no amount of social gathering or no amount of going outside is going to be worth the, uh, the potential health that you would, we would be, you would be taking away from your family or yourself. Um, Make the most of what you have right now, whether it's binging on TV shows or learning a new skill or cooking or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
keeping that in mind. But it, when, I, when I think about it more and more, when I take a deep dive into how the logistics are going to work, not just with the NBA, but with this entire pandemic, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of, it's scary to say the least, you know? For sure. So this, like, we just kind of need to come to terms that this is just a part of life now, right? This is, yeah. this is the new norm for the foreseeable future. So let's start, you know, getting back into the swing of things. And by that, I don't mean, you know, like go out and, and, and do what you were doing before the pandemic. I mean, create your habits, create new habits. Like you said, create new habits, create new hobbies, get, start living your life given the current environment and current restrictions, live your best life given what you have right now kind of thing, right? Got to adapt. Exactly, got to adapt, for sure. Um, and I guess in the effort of keeping things lighthearted as well, I do have yeah. a question for you. Okay. Um, you know, talking about this quarantine and all of that and just trying to tie things in from basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, if there was an NBA player who you would want to quarantine with, Mm-hmm. Or an NBA player who you'd be totally against quarantining with. Okay. Uh, you give a couple names of maybe one NBA player who you would quarantine with and maybe one NBA player who you wouldn't quarantine with. I'll start by saying I would absolutely not want to quarantine with no damn Patrick Beverly. All right. <laughs> I don't want Beverly anywhere around me. I don't want him barking. I don't want him oinking. I don't know what he does, but I don't want him going for my knees as well. Savage. Those those workouts that he'd do, Tim's on the beach, bro. I know you've seen the video of him running <laughs> on the beach wearing Tim's. He'd have you working out, bro. You guys would he, love it. So like and I feel like he'd keep the bathroom in such a nasty state. Oh yeah. You know, doesn't Beverly really just you know? I don't want a room with Beth. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll give one that I don't. And and it's kind of cheating because it's not a current NBA player, but still, you know, NBA Jason. I would not want to be quarantined with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he's a baby. That man is a bully. He's a baby. And I love Shaq. Don't get me wrong. I love Shaq. He's so entertaining. I'm sure he's a great person. He's just one of those people that I need I need to take him in moderation. Like, to live with Shaq, he'd just be like one of those people. Like, you'd just be sleeping or whatever. And he'd just come, like, I don't know, throw water on you or something and just laugh. And you'd be like, why? Why did you do this? What purpose did this serve? And it's just like, imagine being stuck for like 14 days with that. I could He's not. a guy like you want to be like friends with. Like you'd want to mess around. Like for example, I'd love to be friends with Shaq to mess around with you. You know what I mean? Like to to you know to do the whole like bucket of water over your head and like run away. Like, oh Shaq, that was so funny, man. I'm so glad we did that. Yeah, but then when if it's you, you're done. So, in a way, I, I kind of have Shaq's personality. You kind of are Shaq. <laughs> Except the height, the strength, <laughs> the skill, the, the money. But well, you got hair. the hair, though. But you got the hey. hair. <laughs> Quick aside, how are you coping as oh. gang with, with – because this is something completely foreign to me. Like, right here, man bun, I'm no haircut for three months. Fine by me. Wasn't going to cut it anyways. I'm, I'll tie it up and, and I'm good to go. But how are the fades doing? Tommy Tapers. I know there have been times where I've maybe gone to different barbers. And there have been times where I've kind of explored a little bit. But I want to formally apologize to Mr. Tommy Tapers. I've taken you for granted and your fades. Your skin fades were... The Cadillac 
And to me, Cadillac is number one in the industry. I really am sorry. And I miss the fade so much. I'm a mess, Omar. Look at this. The hair is protruding to my ear. I don't know what to do with it. When I was doing my beard, I kind of trimmed my beard a little bit. Yeah, looks yeah. good. Lined it up nice. And when I was doing my beard, I noticed that the hairs from, my, from the side were going above my ear. And I'm just like, I need Tommy Tapers. I was so sad when I saw that. Things have changed so drastically. I don't, I don't know how I'm holding up. And to be completely honest with you, before starting, I knew we were going to do video on this. I was going to wear a hat. Oh, damn. I was really going to – I was at that point where I'm just like, maybe I should just wear a hat right now. I'm worried, man. I can only do my beard. I don't know how to do my hair. You know it's coming, right? Because, I mean, I think we're going to be in this for at least a couple more months. You're going to have to pull the trigger at one time and, and, and do it yourself. My, so I was talking about that, and my dad's like, oh, you know, like, you know, maybe I can just do it. My, he doesn't have you already know he's going to come with the mold. He's, gonna, <laughs> he's like, yeah, let, let me try it out. I'm like, you stay away from my hair. Right? Don't even look at it. Don't touch it. Because, you know, I mean, if we're talking about skills to learn, it'd be so cool if I can give myself a fade. That'd be amazing. Cutting your own hair tried. is hard, man. Shout out Wasi. Yeah. He tried it. Thank God he never did it again. <laughs> that boy looked like a... <laughs> shout out Wasi. I love you. Oh, shout out Wasi. Dude, um, so you're going to fulfill the prophecy of cutting your own hair. That one, no, time, that. That one time you got this really bad haircut. Uh, oh, not, not from Tommy. Not from Tommy. So Ben got this got this really really bad uh, haircut from this other barber he went to one time, and Wasi walks into that room that we're, that Ben's in right now. He walks into that room and he's saying what up to everybody, and he turns to Ben. He sees Ben. He's like, "Yo, what up?" And then instantly off his tongue it just rolls. You cutting your own hair now? I've never looked down so quickly in my life. That man is so quick with his insults, Wasi. It's just, he yeah. sees you and he instantly says, yo, what up? You can't hear on here? Even in the, uh, in the iMessage chat, like, <laughs> he's, just, he's just so funny. He's just, he's just such a funny person. He's a, yeah. he's a funny guy. Love, him. Love you, Wasi. Um, but okay, no, let's, let's, keep, let's go back. Let's, okay. Yeah, let's keep person who you would actually want to be quarantined with. And yes, I know to the listeners, this might be a very strange question, but that's just what we do. This is, these are the times that we're in right now. Um, a person I'm to think I, right now myself. Yeah, I actually don't think I do Westbrook. I feel like yeah. he's too much of a hard ass. Like, and I know that he had a story with uh, when he was rooming with Kevin Love in UCLA. Yeah. They were college teammates. Um, Kevin Love would like adjust the temperature, I think, to make it hotter. And Westbrook would make it. Like, he'd adjust, he's that type of guy who'd like adjust it to his liking. And I feel like he's going to be a complete hard ass about that. I'm like, I don't know Westbrook. Like, yeah, I get it, Brody, this, Brody, that. But you got to chill out with that, bro. Like, yeah. I have my own, like, needs. So I don't know if I – I need someone who's, like, a pushover. Like, somebody that will yeah. just let me do what I want. Like, yeah. I can't do LeBron. I love LeBron. Oh. I, I love LeBron, but I cannot be quarantined. Every single LeBron. Tuesday, how did you hear Taco Twos? I can't do that. He's a diva. I, I completely he's recognize it with his laughing emojis. And he always uses the sideways one. <laughs> he's such a teenage girl with his emojis. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love you, LeBron. But I can't be quarantined with you. La drama. La princess. <laughs> Come on. La GM. <laughs> All right, let me think. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm thinking maybe like 
Tobias Harris or something. He like he reads books, you know, he'd kind of be all quiet doing his own thing, like meditating, yeah. like, you know, it could be like, I need someone who's like very passive because very passive days with a stranger, like 14 days with your family is different because you've known them your entire life. But yeah. 14 days with a, basically a stranger, they don't know you, you don't know them. I need someone safe. I need a safe choice. Like, I'm sure there are probably people that I'm, I'd rather not be with that I'd get along with, but yeah. I, I don't want to risk it, man. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe Zion Williamson. Like, if he pisses me off, I'll just get his knee or something. <laughs> You're actually well, Dude, but here's the thing. If you aim for the king, you'd better not miss, bro. Destroy <laughs> me. You'll destroy you. You'll rip you apart. I mean, honestly, like, how about someone like Cal Corver? He just seems like a passive guy. Like, I don't yeah. think he has that much of a, you know what I mean? He's just like, oh, whatever, like, I'll just... Let's do my thing. You do your thing. Like why? Needs, yeah, why not? Like he's like an older guy too. Like what's he gonna do? He's old. His gray hair is coming out. So like I, don't know, I feel like Kyle Corver for me. I, that's my final answer. I'll give you Kyle Corver. Okay, Kyle Corver. And yours is Tobias Harris. Final answer. Yeah, probably probably Tobias Harris. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go with uh, Ben Simmons because such a diva. You play COD and he'd slap me because yo, Ben <laughs> Simmons is good. At he's Cod. good. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen some of the videos. Uh, yeah, this man keeps up with like professional COD players and like streamers and stuff. And that's like, it's crazy. Like that? I yeah, didn't know he's, like that. He's good. Good. Like oh, he's, he streams with like pro players and stuff. And like, obviously they're a lot better than him, but like he holds his own. And I'm like, man, that's a whole nother level. That's How long does he shoot in uh, COD? Huh? I hate you so much. <laughs> I saw some tweets. You know how like the whole thing's like, oh, Ben Simmons shoots with the wrong hand because he's like ambidextrous and stuff like that. <laughs> like yeah, Ben Simmons plays with the wrong controller orientation. You, you got to flip it for lefty. <laughs> oh, I would man. not be surprised. I would not be surprised. But uh, Omar, another quick question. Like for sure, how are we? Because of this, you know, content is going to be a little bit drier. With yeah. NBA, admittedly, because obviously there isn't too too much to talk about. So, how are we going to keep posting content? What do we want? What are we going to talk about going forward? How does the, how does the future look for the session? Future for the session? Well, it's going to continue. I think that's one thing we got to get. You know, like right off the bat, the the podcast will continue because we probably need this platform a lot more than some maybe some of our listeners. Right? It's going to mm. keep us sane. That's going to keep going. So. You know, we, we took last week off. We're figuring out how we're gonna how we're gonna you know transition to this uh, quarantine state. But I I think we're good. I think we have a pretty good uh, uh, structure now, and we'll move forward with that. And content wise, I think what's important now is we need to start anchoring you know our discussions with with something going on, um, with with like a deep dive or something like that on something specific. So. What, what we're kind of looking to do going forward for these next few episodes are focus on whether it's an album from an artist, whether it's a movie, a TV show, something new, something different, where Ben and I, on our own time, you know, we do a deep dive, we, we, start, we listen to the album, we, we watch the movie, we start the TV show, whatever it might be, and then we come on the pod and we talk about it because we'd then be approaching it with, you know, fresh perspectives. We would have just experienced it during the week and that's going to kind of keep us anchored as we move forward and 
of course, we would appreciate any support and help we can get in that process. You know, we'll throw up the mailbag, not mailbag or or an ask for content type on, on our Instagram. If you have an artist, you know, more obscure, the better. Why not, right? If you have an album, if you have a movie that you really like or something like that and you want our thoughts on us, let us know. You know, we might check it out and you might hear us talking about it over the episode. So in I think addition, that like anchoring, yeah. In okay. addition to that, I mean, like I think, um, and something that I'm always going to keep asking people is let us into what your hobbies are. Yeah. I love hearing about how people are passing the time and what they're doing to kind of keep themselves sane in this quarantine. Uh, for us, it's clearly podcasting or cooking or working out and continuing to stay active. But I, I love hearing about what other people are doing. I've seen so many people doing like, you know, like Zoom paint nights. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's really cool. It's creative. So, you know, like how are you making the time go by? And it could it helps us more than anything because it's so interesting to look into. Oh, like you do, I don't know, like woodwork. Oh, I was thinking about doing that, but hearing about it now, maybe I'll take a deeper look into it. Yeah. Uh, because I'm, I'm constantly searching for new hobbies and new things to kind of keep myself, keep my mind operating. Um, so that being said, I mean, I think, yeah, I think you hit the nail. Like it's, we're going to continue with the session, yeah. uh, quarantine or not, right? So yeah. uh, we've got a lot to look forward to. For sure. So I think uh, it's weird that Zoom doesn't have a timer, but I think that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good length for, for an episode. You'll hear from us again next week. So if you if you liked what you listened to or what you saw if you're watching on youtube you know check us out um on come on man i do real quick but you're looking jacked also thank you sir um check us out on instagram you know come over to the session ball on instagram uh we're gonna you know that's where we're gonna do our call outs for you know movies and albums and hobbies and and all of that stuff so make sure you stay plugged in at the session ball on instagram other than that, you know, check us out on all the same platforms that you've been listening to. Make sure you subscribe there so all our episodes come straight to you when we release them. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. It only takes a few seconds from you, but it really helps us out. And I kind of recommend it. If you have the opportunity, check us out on YouTube. You know, I think this is going to be continuing for the the quarantine and everything for for the foreseeable future so zoom might be how we start doing these episodes more and more so i think it's a it's a way to you know get to know us a bit better you can see real time how ben's fade is slowly deteriorating before our eyes how this beard of mine continues to grow and get out of hand and that's yeah, looking thick you're looking like a you're looking <laughs> like a grizzly bear right now man that's, that's not the only thing that's thick i'll tell you <laughs> shut up so, you know, YouTube, uh, check us out. Uh, I think our YouTube is The Session Basketball. But, you know, go over, go over to our Instagram. There's a link in the bio. Hit that. That'll take you right to our YouTube. Link in the bio on Instagram. All our platforms are on it. Yeah, I definitely recommend YouTube because um, I don't have a way with words. I, I grunt and I use my hands to show emotion. Pod, so. Podcaster Ben, 20 episodes in, says, I don't have a way with words. <laughs> You could have told me that before we started. <laughs> but there's a lot of exciting content to come. And um, you're right, Omar. This is for our own sanity more than anything. Uh, we've just got to continue going with this. And uh, let's keep the momentum going, you know? For sure. For sure. So from everyone here at the session, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>